two hosts. Tell me the most interesting thing on your mind right now. Sorry, I, 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 I was working on something. What was that? Two guests. You know, you guys really suck. Why is the floor wet? One inept producer. Wikipedia! Wikipedia! Four intriguing topics. They talk, you listen. Disappointment follows. Welcome to That Was Disappointing. Remember to tip your veal and try the waitress. Good evening, everybody. This is That Was Disappointing with Joe Lex. That's me and Art Hall. Yo, yo. Uh, as always, we are joined by our producer, Dave. Hi, Dave. Hello. And uh, returning to our panel this evening, we have Kenny. Hi, Kenny. How's it going? Hey, what's up, guys? Doing well. And we have a newcomer this go-round, Ryan McCarroll. How are you, sir? Hey, guys. I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Excellent. Good, doing good. wonderful. It's been a while since we've seen you, man. So have, uh, it's been almost two decades. I feel like yeah. the last time I might have seen you, we put makeup on your eyes to make you look like they had been gouged out for a really shitty horror film we were doing. That did indeed happen. <laughs> what shitty horror film is this? Uh, that was one called Devil's Manor that did not make it to completion. Wait, 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 wait. Wait a minute. Was this the one that you're trying to record at? like a sanitary you like got it route. Yep. okay yep. That, that's the oh. one okay <laughs> yeah well ryan was a trooper he uh was literally flying blind for a while and i don't know we all had fun i guess until the cops yeah. came yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 they ruin, ruin everything they really do <laughs> uh so before we get into the festivities what's everybody drinking today <laughs> oh no ken you should uh, you know how this is you should have been prepared <laughs> Okay, I'm drinking uh, White Claw. Um, nice, nice, White Claw. Oh. Yes. Oh, yeah, there, there were five of them in the fridge, so. <laughs> and your wife didn't drink them, shucks. <laughs> She's having one now, yeah. Well, uh, just so you know, Ryan, the uh, the guys here always like to tease me because I'm always making up strange concoctions and whatnot. This evening I had, yeah. I've mixed Captain Morgan, uh, the private rum, I believe, uh, with uh, the private rum stock or something like that. It's called with cherry coke. So, is what it is. That sounds like a uh, sounds like a, a 1950s pirate or something. You know, cherry cola with some rum. Cherry coke. There you go. What was that, Dave? Fancy. Cherry coke. Okay. Cherry coke, governor. Hold on. Hold I'm on. drinking Joseph's IPA. Oh, nice. Sorry. Right. Say it one more time, Ryan. Mimosa-inspired IPA, Killing Me Smalls, uh, from a oh. local brewery, Hysteria Brewing, in Columbia. <laughs> Good job, Columbia. Uh, by the way, Joe, that's an awesome British accent. We're going to have you, to sir. do that more often. No, Thank you, sir. It's really We're going to save the accent episode for later. <laughs> there you go. Oh, man. That's good. Please, oh, yeah, sir, I might I have some more. <laughs> you will not have any more. You get what you get. <laughs> okay we're done with that um so i'm gonna go ahead and <laughs> start off the things here what about dave what's dave drinking oh he's already he, he, bourbon he said it in the beginning he oh, jumped he the okay. gun okay. yeah you did before you even start he's like i have whiskey bourbon whatever <laughs> isn't it bourbon <laughs> bourbon well, that that oddly, yeah, I was going to say that almost transitions into my topic, but it really doesn't. But uh, <laughs> that no, let's say it well, does. that's more of a discussion about how whack the English language is in our pronunciations. But my topic today is, I think we all know one of these people, either in life or more presently, they have popped in on text threads or on Facebook and social media, and they are the grammar police. I want to know from everybody, are the grammar police just utterly annoying bags of meat? Or are they yes. valued? Oh, wait your turn, <laughs> sir. Wait your turn. And I'm pulling you over for that. I want to know, are they bags of meat or are they actually valued contributors to the overall improvement of society? Who wants to go first? Mm -hmm. Kenny, you sound mm -hmm. like you he had... Does. Kenny does. Yeah, Kenny had something to say, so... 
Okay, uh, so um, I've never met a Nazi, <laughs> but I have met grammar Nazis, and those guys suck. They're just as bad. <laughs> I think I would assume that they. I've, like I said, I've never actually met a Nazi before, but uh, I'd have to assume they're as bad as grammar Nazis. Now, to your point. Sure, uh, I, I expect that maybe one day I'll meet a grammar Nazi who points something out to me that I don't like. Just want to strangle him after he does it, he or she. Uh, but I don't know. What do you guys think? I think it entirely depends upon the circumstances. I think if you're making a well uh, thought out point, you know, a, a good argument or something like you know, or something that when somebody chimes in and is like, you know, there spelled E-I instead of E-R-E, which I, you know, truth be told, I was an English major in college. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty good when. Loser! You're a loser! <laughs> when it comes to spelling, grammar and such, but it's, you know, I try not to point that kind of stuff up because it is aggravating as hell. That said, when you have a, a mouth breather who's bringing up, uh, who's, you know, one of these trolls on Facebook who just goes into a topic just to argue, the, you know, just to, just to always argue like the, has to be different. If, if 99 people are saying one thing and they have to chime in with something completely different, you know, and call people morons or, or worse and such, Considering that these people usually can't spell or speak to save their lives, at times like that, it's kind of fun to needle them a little bit. But that's just oh yeah, like, you so, know what I mean. So what I'm what I'm hearing is that <laughs> so the, uh, there's a certain group of people that you like to snipe Absolutely. because of these detriments. Absolutely, if they're assholes. <laughs> Oh, wait, no, I thought you were, okay, sorry, I misunderstood you. It sounded like you're saying there's some people who just spell very badly and do things badly online, and they're the ones who deserve to be made fun exactly. of. Exactly, exactly. So, okay, but, so that is what you're saying. It's not that you're going to go after the grammar Nazis and, and all Correct. That. Like, I mean, if somebody is making a respectable point, you know, is being, you know, kind, you know, is, is not being a douche, and, you know, and they have, you know, and, like, they spelled something wrong, or they missed, like, a punctuation marker, or they used the wrong punctuation mark yada 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 i'm not gonna you know if you're respectful you might help them out exactly exactly but okay. at the same but you don't want to look like an asshole either at the same right. time you know okay what I mean? so so what right. so what we have right now is kenny is ardently like fuck them they're terrible <laughs> joe has saying there's a time and a place where it's fuck actually, them if they're assholes <laughs> fuck them if they're assholes <laughs> where, where's my sound drop for that <laughs> looks like you're fucked um but it also sounds like there's a time and a place for that. And for me, I, there's nothing more annoying than when some, you know, and, and this is, it's funny because the closer you are to the person or the more you know them, the more frustrating it gets. I don't mind if some jackass on Twitter, you know, retweets and then writes a little asterisk with the Y-O-U apostrophe R-E or whatever. But it's when it's like a friend, for some reason that just really needles me so much more. And it's like, are you yeah. doing it to piss me off or are you doing it because you just have no sense of control and you just have this compulsion to be a dick? It's but, funny because I already know what friend you're talking about. At least I'm pretty sure. Well, no, but. I have multiple friends who do this. I have more than just one. I have more. I surprisingly, Joe, I have more than one or two friends. I, I used to have a boss that was a bad grammar Nazi. He would just tag you every single time. Like he had nothing better to do. And he was right a lot of the times, but dude, I mean, come on, I'm at work. I'm not like writing a paper to somebody. Right. It's not, it's not like a, it's not a dissertation. And by the way, Dave was very helpful. He mentioned that the urban dictionary definition for grammar Nazi is one who uses refined vocabulary, correct grammar, constantly finds themselves correcting grammar and spelling in various forums, chat rooms, Tumblr, etc. cetera. Uh, there's also an example that comes to mind about, well, wasn't everybody going crazy on Trump when he did the whole Kofefi thing? But I say that's not being a grammar Nazi. That's just trying to correct nonsense words. That is letter <laughs> salad and letter salad has no place in our lexicon. Just real quick, and uh, I think it's one thing, Kenny, if let's say your supervisor um, in that situation there, if maybe they're 
tell you know if they're just replying back to you or they're saying something to you separately or something like that but but if they're replying all then that's really incredibly douchey but you know what i mean yeah. so you know you know just the way i see it but but uh ryan what do you have to add here it's it's it's, it's annoying you know i mean I, I i've seen it happen all the time i myself am a victim of it at sometimes um yeah i'm a perpetrator and a victim of it um but i try not to call people out on it Unless, like you said, the person being a real super oh. douche, um, because then it's just like the final, you know, nail in the coffin. Um, but yeah, generally, uh, I don't, I don't try to correct people's spelling. Um, my phone auto auto corrects uh, there, there, there for me all the time. Um, so I have to constantly go back <laughs> and edit because then I feel stupid. Um, but yeah, it's just another way to to try to get another leg up on somebody. Um, at that point, it feels to me like you're probably losing the argument already. And it's like, well, at least I've got my intellectual superiority over whatever point you're trying to argue. I actually wish I could pull my wife in here right now, uh, but she's out there with our son right now because she always gets on my ass uh, about the way I pronounce words and whatnot. So, it, you, you know, it, it just so happens that my wife, who, well, who both Art and Dave know, they, you know, she... You know, she is a <laughs> Dave none of wrote, us none of us did it. Dave just, oh, there Dave it is. just wrote, Allison, I love you. Dave just wrote, that's a wife thing to do, bitch. <laughs> not, I'm not calling her a bitch. I'm just saying sure. I'm a bitch. <laughs> yeah, sure, Dave. Sure. Wow. <laughs> I know what you mean, Dave. I'm just teasing. Good job. Good but job. no, it's uh, you know, she always gets on my ass uh, uh, about the way I pronounce words or or the way I use words in sentences, and she always and my Maryland accent as well. So well, to, okay, actually, I got a few things on that one. But to be fair, <laughs> you do pronounce things kind of funny at times. I do. I do. Yeah. Um. But a Maryland accent. Come on. If you live in Maryland, more than likely you have Water. one. Water water yeah yeah well how, where, how, yeah. how do you clean your clothing what do you do you wash it there you go wash <laughs> you wash it see and you brought that all the way down to florida with you too I, actually i trained myself out of wa wash to wash and water and water yeah I, I trained myself out of all that wow but she'll catch me she'll catch me sometimes she'll be like oh, i can't i can't think of a word now if i remember it later i'll tell you but she gets me like orioles that. Oh yeah, all the O's. Pond <laughs> going over. Yeah. yeah. Rose deal. <laughs> How about them O's, hon? <laughs> oh my lord. Down the ocean. Well, Down I can tell ocean, you that this is now. If we haven't lost our audience, we just did. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, what? I'm kidding. I'm what? kidding. Been to Maryland. <laughs> I got a great idea. What cities are in Maryland. <laughs> what's, what's what's that? What cities are in Maryland? Annapolis, Baltimore, Pasadena. Pas yeah, Pasadena. That's a town. It's a town. It's the mean streets. It's all oh, the mean streets. <laughs> Shit. Yes. Oh wow. Okay, back, 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 back. <laughs> Dave, do you have anything you'd like to chime in on with our grandma Nazi business here? Oh, we all have them. They're all horrible. <laughs> I deserve them. Uh, but. You know, I'm going to give Kenny the point for this one, one lonely point, uh, <laughs> because he has to put up with a boss. We all have to put up with wives that are had, yeah. <laughs> So, oh, had a boss, but, you know, congratulations, Kenny, you get a point. <laughs> Yay. One love. One love. <laughs> oh, time to do an about oh. face, everybody. So I say social. Cheers. Woohoo. All uh, right, Kenny, you are up next, sir. All right, let's see. All right, so uh, I was thinking a lot, and um, I do that a lot, and I came up with what technology back when you guys were a kid that didn't exist when you were a kid did you think would surely exist by now <laughs> here in 2020, all right? Ooh, ooh, ooh. And Go ahead, Kenny, go ahead. The, Okay, so I I was thinking about all of this, and uh, back in you know growing up in the '80s, the space shuttle was everything, right? So I have two. This is a two-parter for me. The first part I'm going to say this technology exists, but when I was a kid, I expected I'd be able to 
of space by now. I'm a little disappointed that I can't, you know, without many millions of dollars. So that's a technology that I thought would be there that's definitely not there, even though the technology kind of is there. And the other technology, which is wholly disappointing, and I think, Art, you'll feel me on this, uh, the cure for male pattern baldness, like <laughs> an actual Rogaine that works. Something yep. I can just spray on my head and, hey, hair would grow back out. And you know what? I can't grow a great beard either, so let's maybe do something there. You know, we've been working on this for a while. Where is that? Ah, man, you, um, you cut right to my heart with that one. Yeah, that, that was not going to be what I was going to bring up, but I will absolutely write on the back of that, that how on earth have we not figured out a cure for male pattern baldness by now? We've been able to like map the genome and figure out all this other happy horse shit in science, yet we cannot seem to figure out how to grow hair again. At least not where it counts. Thing. Yeah, not where it counts. Not, not where I'd like to have it. I figured if, which is, if Patrick, which is on Stewart, my head. Patrick Stewart as uh, Captain Jean-Luc Picard in Star Trek The Next Generation still has the same problem in 23 whatever year that's set in. Oh, God, you're right. I don't think it's We're possible. doomed. <laughs> well, interestingly, it's not happening. Interestingly <laughs> enough, um, I used to work with a gentleman um, whose daughter uh, went to high school with, uh, with uh, Art and Dave and Kenny and I. And um, Art, you actually fancied her for a while, if I recall correctly. Of course, we're not naming names here in the podcast. Can you, can you type it in the chat so I know sure. who you're talking about? Sure. Um, uh, but but yeah, I have no idea. But uh, but uh, he he. When I <gasps> oh knew yeah! Him, oh when yeah! I knew, that was like an early one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. When I knew him, um, he had a full set of hair but I, I can't remember if he told me or if one of his co-workers told me but but he was completely bald at one point and they actually took the hair off his back I believe it was some kind of procedure and implanted that in his head so yeah I guess there there is a cure but it's as like, expensive as hell that's a band-aid that's a band-aid <laughs> hey, it works right, I have that's... plenty of back hair for you if you need any that, well, thank you that is not gonna get that's not gonna covered, give guys. me Game of Thrones <laughs> like, but Kenny do you understand we have two hair farms that we can harvest from here nothing that's, that's awesome <laughs> that's 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 true that's gross but yeah that's true <laughs> Ryan what about you what technology are you kind of miffed doesn't exist I thought for sure we'd have jetpacks by now. I mean, James Bond, uh, Sean Connery, James Bond, you know, the James Bond, uh, was using one in the 60s, something like that, 70s. So I figured at least by now, by 2020, we would have our own personal jetpacks. Yeah, they're still fact, still expensive and uh, still really hard to use. <laughs> the closest we've come, I think those water water packs or something like that. That's what I was like gonna that. say. Yeah. Well, there actually is a proper uh, jetpack that is with essentially miniature turbine engines or jet engines where you have one on each hand and then there's a big one on the back. And I remember watching this video about some guy, he's a Wall Street investor, and he went to a company that makes them, I think, in England, and he bought one just to have it, but he didn't bring it home. He left it there and he had to go through like a day or two days of training just to figure out how to do it. And even with all the training, he could barely get off the ground. He said it was like one of the hardest things he's ever had to do in his life. And it was so physically demanding that, you know, he bought it for, I don't know, half a billion dollars or however much it was. And, you know, one day, one day, maybe. Yes. Well, since I was already up in my mouth, I'll just answer really quickly. For me, hoverboards. I think Back every yeah every single kid who saw Back to the Future two when we ticked around to what was that twenty ten or two thousand fifteen yeah yeah twenty fifteen well even then it was like even crossing the decade mark of twenty ten we're like man this shit's never gonna happen it's not gonna no, it's yeah. not coming <laughs> and you know what though they did come out with the shoes that lace themselves so I say we can meet them <laughs> halfway there weather prediction. Is that even good, though? Do we even get that right half the time? Like, I'll see something for tomorrow, and then it gets there, and it's still five degrees off. Well, in, in the second movie, not to uh, rant here, but uh, Doc Brown looks at something and goes, hold on, it'll stop in like two seconds, and then the rain stops. I mean, I've been pretty good with a radar on my phone. 
actually, you know what? You're right. There is an app called Dark Sky that is pretty accurate on telling you it's supposed to start drizzling soon, and I'll be goddamned if it doesn't start drizzling outside. You said it's called Dark Sky? Yeah, Dark Sky or Dark mm. Skies, one of the two. It sounds rather ominous, doesn't it? <laughs> well, it's all about rain. It's a very useless app outside of rain. <laughs> <laughs> and so you can imagine how much use I get for it out here in California. But, uh, you know, it's still kind of cool. I'm, I'm actually quite shocked that, uh, that no one has taken my point yet. Um, I've refused to watch the new uh, Blade Runner movie. Was that Blade Runner 2049? 49. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, because of the inaccuracies with the first Blade Runner movie, because that took place in like <laughs> 2019 or so, right? Or something like that. And it was, you know, yeah. where's the flying cars? Like, I mean, this goes all the way back to like the Jetsons, uh, you know, the flying cars. And it's like, you know, like, you know, meanwhile, the only thing we can really do nowadays, it seems like, is have self-driving cars and they're actually killing people. <laughs> so, so, so we're still a far way off from, uh, from, uh, from. Uh, I was going to say, I don't, I'm glad there's no flying cars. I, I, that's another thing we have to worry about. <laughs> yeah, dude. Can you imagine how bad people drive already on the ground? You throw that shit yeah. up in the air. Yeah. No, it's yeah. No way. Yeah. I mean, we, the only way flying cars will work is if it's 100% automated and we do not let people deal with it. Which would, yep. Yeah, that would be so epic. That would take me if, if, because, like, I mean, I am living it up right now with the telework environment. The fact that I have to walk down the hall just to start work is just a blessing, you know. Whereas, That's awesome. whereas prior to this, I would have to deal with the and Dave and Art are going to yell at me once again. Dave's going to take points away from me. I have to deal with the Beltway in the morning. The Beltway in the blow it out your ass. <laughs> and it can be a pain in the ass regardless of what Art and Dave say. And, uh, and it's, you know, being able to, to, to take a self-driving or self-flying car and sleep on, on the way to work would just be epic. Like, you know, would, would, would just be a true blessing. And unfortunately, I really doubt I'm going to live to see that day. But, um, but the big thing for, for, me basically is it's just the lies from from Blade Runner be between like the flying cars the replicants yes I, I would like to see replicants as well um, although we we do have robots now in our future it seems like you know courtesy of Boston Dynamics and such so oh those guys those guys are going to be the death of us man <laughs> that's Skynet right there <laughs> they're, they're <amazing. laughs> They, they are, they're enablers. Absolutely. They are. Absolutely. The thing I'm um, really sad about is, uh, I, I think I've seen some of their videos, but like I've also seen a series of videos from people who are hella good at like visual effects where they make you think they're robots. And then they're actually, it's just, it's all fake. It's all Hollywood magic. But I've seen yeah, that. Joke, usually yeah. it's like the video starts out very grounded and real. I'm like, holy shit, we've come so far. Oh my God, that robot's <laughs> borderline sentient. And then, yeah, well, I don't know. And then, he, then the robot pulls out a gun and starts shooting <laughs> yeah. shit. Like, oh, we're dead. It's like, okay, yeah. We're so yeah, dead. Fuck it, we're done. Yeah, we're done. They're, we're just meat puppets. We're done. <laughs> there was actually a joke I shared on Facebook recently, uh, you know, uh, where I tagged my wife, where it, it, it had to do with. with without my wife laughs at me because whenever Alexa, you know, tells me that a package has been dropped off at our door or something like that, I always thank her. And the joke is, is that, yeah, you laugh now, but when I actually have right. a better place <laughs> at the human battery farm, who'll be laughing then? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. I do this. I do the same thing, Joe. I do the same thing. Yeah, well, it's just called being a courteous person. It means we are all raised right. That's right. And, you're, and it's a good point, Joe. The sooner you get into a habit of treating the machines well, the more likely we will survive. Yeah. Um, Dave, how'd the point shake out on that one, huh? Well, uh, sorry to disappoint you, Ryan. For $250,000, you can buy a jetpack. I don't know how far it'll go. Uh, Joe, for $1.6 million, you can f buy a flying car. 
Kenny for $35 million, you can take a trip with Russia up into space. And nice. Art, I cannot find a hoverboard other than those stupid little wheelie ones that those kids were driving around and they were exploding on airplanes. But you can pick up that for $150, so I'm going to give you $150. Well, then you got to try car? even harder. Wow. Who has a flying car? That's the first I've heard. Uh, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's a one-off and it's one of those like made to order sort of deals. Yeah, it's Check like it looks like shit. a plane, but it drives. Check wow. notes. <laughs> Joe was Joe was so incredibly offended. By the way, uh, since we're taking a break here, whose phone keeps dinging? Yeah, don't everybody look like you don't know what the fuck's happening here? Is that you, Your Joe? Wait, is that Joe? Not me. No. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I like Ryan's just like, I don't even have a phone. <laughs> it, it could have been my wife. Ah, carry on. You just got scolded. That's a dinosaur <laughs> roar, apparently. <laughs> All right. It didn't sound dinosaur. So cheers to carry on. All right, cheers, cheers. to carry on. Ding, ding. Cheers to carry All right. Governor, what you got, Ryan? Well, one of the things that I miss the most during the shutdown is going out to thrift stores and just seeing whatever weird kind of messed up stuff I can find and bring it home and add to my collection. Um, as you pointed out, I got all dressed up because this was one of the, my first thrift store finds. It's a Twinkies Hawaiian shirt made by... Oh. It kind of doesn't fit anymore, but I, I love it. I, I wear it when I can. Um, and I was just curious if you guys had ever gone out uh, thrift shopping or uh, flea markets, uh, anything like that, if, if you found anything interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I'm usually the guy dropping weird <laughs> shit off at thrift stores. You know, uh, even just today, I dropped off a, uh, a giant mirror with like metal butterflies all around it. That's strange. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have two girls, so. Okay, that's not so strange. Yeah. I, yeah, less strange. All I have to say, Ryan, is God bless you. I, you know, my 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 wife and her parents, my in-laws and such, you know, that's something that they really enjoy doing. It's <laughs> my wife thinks I'm a little bit arrogant when it comes to stuff like that because I'm always kind of wary about handed down, you know, secondhand stuff and whatnot. My whole thing is, is that I remember this is a couple years ago. Um there's like a special at the, uh, Ryan, I, I don't know if one of the places that you often hit is like the Goodwill or something like that. Is that a place you often frequent? Okay. Yeah. So, and they have a special either at the end of the month or the beginning of the month uh, where, okay. Okay. Ryan's nodding, which means he knows what I'm talking about, but he knows all about it. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Basically like that's when they get all the new fines in and whatnot. And you know, prices are a little bit discounted or something like that. I live, <laughs> we, I was driving back with with my, with my in-laws from somewhere and they were like, Oh, it's, it's like the first Saturday of the month. Let's stop by the Goodwill real quick, you know, just see what they got. There was a line wrapped around the store just to get to the cash register. And my mother, <laughs> my mother-in-law actually wound up picking up so I could stay in their line. I said, guys, look, either somebody has to drive me home or, my ass is walking home because I'm not standing here in a fucking line for for, for the second hand shit for, for like two hours. <laughs> well, hang on a second. Hang on. I'm What's, sorry, what, I'm not what, doing it. What, what kind of treasure did she get? What was it? It was like a table or something like that. that oh, was it, it was it well made furniture of solid it, craftsmanship? She was at the time she was kind of running. This is after she had retired, so she was kind of running like a second hand business where she would buy stuff like this take it home refurbish it and whatnot and then try to sell it for like a profit and i was just you know it i, I yeah it, it's it's more power to you it's awesome that you like stuff like that but you know call me arrogant if you must it's just not my thing and it's, wait a and minute it's, so you're saying that she gets this old shit, puts a new yeah. coat of paint on it, and then turns around and sells it for like pure one pricing. Um, in theory, yes. 
What? Oh, in theory, does are you well, saying? Well, she, well, well, just are you because, saying she hasn't been successful, Joe? Just because you never know, you never know what people are going to be interested in. That's all I'm saying. So, so you're so, saying people don't like it? Um, so, oh boy, <laughs> you're, you're, you're trying to get give me the deep shit with my mother-in-law, <laughs> but uh. It just she ain't gonna listen to this. Oh, you, oh, she, oh, yes, I, I, am, I invited her. I invited her to like it, and uh, and she did. So you know, uh, hey, <laughs> thanks, Art. You're welcome. You're very welcome. I'm I'm always uh, happy to be of help. But go ahead, Art. What what do you have to say on this? Topic? Oh man, I um uh, I I love thrift stores. I love them because. I think for me, it's just about the random shit you can find there. It's not necessarily about the good deal, though for a lot of time there was, you know, good deals. Like, you know, that was what drove me to them. But what I found as I've gotten older is they're a great place to just find things that you cannot find anywhere else. Um, especially as, you know, as I'm getting older and I get more into just nostalgia, like you can go now, not necessarily in LA. Cause here's the problem in LA, even the Goodwills or the Salvation Armies or whatever, they are priced at like boutique prices. <laughs> it's like, it's like wow. a fancy store out here because that's just a hipster thing to do is to go buy old shit and repurpose it. Now, if you go elsewhere, you know, Arizona, New Mexico, whatever, um, you can find some amazing stuff. So nostalgia wise, you can find some old toys, you can find board games, you can find books that have been out of print. You can find all sorts of stuff. Um, I mean, like, you know, I'll give you two examples of things. Like I'll, I'll start with a recent one that I thought was really cool. And then I'll go to my very first or one of my early purchases. Uh, one I found, uh, one item I found at a, um, a consignment store in a small mountain town in California was an unopened, uh, monopoly set that was for transformers. So it's, you know, the entire set, like you got little Optimus Primes and everything. I haven't opened it yet, but I mean, it's like the whole Monopoly cool. set, but it's all Transformer theme. I think it's badass. Um, and uh, adult language warning here. Uh, one of the early favorite items I ever got from a thrift shop was a ball cap that reads Bukaki across the front. <laughs> <laughs> and I used to wear that all the time. And I got so many compliments, <laughs> usually because people either knew what it was and they thought you're wearing that that's a thing or people just right. didn't know and they're like that's a cool looking logo what does that mean and then i'd have to explain it to them because this was before you could just say oh just enter you know go google it <laughs> so you can uh, find treasures you can find all sorts of treasures and so thank you for bringing that to my attention ryan i had totally forgotten about the wonder that you know that can be found within a thrift stop a thrift store in light of all this closure stuff that we've been dealing with so i love them i love them yeah me too let me ask you ryan just because you had mentioned your shirt there is there any you know what's some other big finds that you've had at like the thrift store uh i found a disco ball uh hmm. plug-in kind but uh you know i don't know if uh, art and um um sorry art and dave uh, you guys just come over after the shows and we would have little dance parties in my basement. <laughs> yeah. The idea was to, to get this um, disco ball and hook it up to the, to the ceiling and get some lights up, you know, steal some lights from the theater or whatever. Uh, but that never really <laughs> came around. So now I've just got this disco ball that's just kind of sitting around. But um, why, don't you, why don't you make a disco room now? Well, right now the uh, pool table is taking up the dance floor. So... Nice. We don't we don't actually play pool that often, so we'll probably get rid of the pool table. So that, that they... <laughs> that's everybody who owns a pool table. Yeah, I think the only time we actually used our pool table was in college, and I think we bought one from like Target or Walmart or something like Sears. that. Sears. Oh, I, I remember when those were a thing? <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was just it was you know just shitty and it was super tilty. But that's the only time, and I've known plenty of people who spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on pool tables, and they just sort of sit there like a giant paperweight. Yeah, yeah. Just well, I have to tell you guys, I've been uh, I've been watching um, you know because I've run out of programs now on my DVR. I've been watching Antiques Roadshow just to find you know different stuff you know. <laughs> <laughs> that can you they can buy the time, you know. Um, and Grandma I'm Max. always amazed. 
like, I mean, there was literally a person on an old episode of Antiques Roadshow from back in 2006 or something like that. It was like, oh, I, I, I bought this painting from like a thrift shop or, or my husband did, you know, you know, he bought it for like $2, uh, uh, you know, like 20 years ago or something like that. <laughs> and of course it comes out that, that the thing is like a, a original by, by a, this master now. And it's like, yeah, you know, it's, you know, I, I I would see this in like the range of eighty thousand dollars nowadays or something. <laughs> just like, like Kaye, motherfucker. Seriously, like I mean, it, it's the gigantic horseshoe that you must have up your ass in order to pull something like that off. You 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 know, I'm guessing Art Ryan. You know, no offense, but I'm guessing that you both have not had a big find like that just yet. Hey, I found a Transformers Monopoly set, <laughs> sir. And by the way, I just because it's on television doesn't mean it's real, even though they have the reality TV thing. I bet you that shit was placed there. Oh, that totally cut. Yeah, that stuff's all. Yeah, cut. they're just like, hey, let's give this fucker a Rembrandt and pretend that he found it in some sort of, <laughs> sh in, you know, in, in a fucking cardboard box in Schenectady. Yeah, yeah. I found a Nerf gun once at a thrift store that was pretty cool. What? I still have it, and I took it apart and modded it and painted okay. it. In fact, I just did a, my drawers over there and uh, organized them, and that's where it's at right now. What did you mod on it? It's strength. Okay, so you took like some sort of governor out, or you just amped up like the, the tension coil it's, or something? It, it's spring-powered, and where it sits, you can kind of compress that a little bit more so that it's got a little bit more to it. it I mean, it would put a dent, like a big old dent in a tin can. Wow. And this was like probably when I was 31. Oh, that was yeah. a long time ago, Ken. Yeah, that's a, that's a bit, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I have to say, um, and this goes back to what Kenny was talking about at the beginning of this topic, just because uh, you had mentioned, um, you know, how you don't really, you know, buy much, you're instead dropping stuff off and such. A, yeah, all the time. A great way to get rid of shit is Facebook Marketplace, I think it's called. It's like, I mean, you you could literally sell or not sell. I mean, you, you, you could literally say that you have dog shit there for free and somebody will drop by in 10 minutes just to pick it up. I do have a lot of free dog shit. <laughs> there you go, man. <laughs> if you're trying to get rid of it, but somebody will grab it. <laughs> I, I'm more concerned with the fact that Kenny's just been stockpiling it. I guess he's just planning on sort of, some sort of large canine compost pile at some point. It, it's it's my hedge bet for when everything goes to shit. I'll, I I will literally You'll be flush with shit. Have my, yeah, I'll have my my share of shit. Rock and roll. Well, to that I say. Cheers, social. <laughs> Cheers. Oh, actually, actually, Dave, Dave, what's your points here, uh, Benny? Art, I'm giving you 55 plus 49 points, $55 plus 49 shipping that you can buy a brand new Transformers <laughs> Monopoly set Ooh. on eBay. So, uh, yeah, you can make $100 shipping. Yeah, it's ridiculous. $49.62 shipping. Great deal from Canada. You're pissing me off. Son of a bitch. All right, that's enough out of you, Dave. Anybody else getting points? No, that's it. All right, never mind. I'm good with it then. I'm I'm perfectly happy with that. Good. All right, let's uh round it out with you, Joe. Hopefully oh. you're not going to bore us this time. No, I'm not going to bore you, but uh this is a topic that is going to probably start an argument between Art and I. Uh for oh, one good. thing, for oh, you know exactly what topic this is because okay, just so you guys know, I I have to preface this because our, because my topic has to do with spoilers. And the topic in question was a topic that I had emailed to Dave. And Art, seeing the email, read it for himself. Spoiler. Even though the topic, even, you know, claiming that, oh, I didn't know that that's what the email had to do with. Literally, the thread title was topic for Tuesday's show and, and, and then and then and then Art actually said just so you all know well I skimmed it it was literally one sentence <laughs> that he skimmed so Shut my topic my topic tonight um is something that Art and I 
disagree with. He's already threatened to mute me here uh, if I get out of line. <laughs> My question is, when does the moratorium on spoilers end? Because there is a video game that I've been that I played two years ago that I would love to talk about, but Art hasn't played the game yet and doesn't want to talk about it. So go ahead, Art. Goddamn right. Go, go ahead and tell us why spoilers are bad even 20 years after the fact. Whoa, now that... 20, is okay, it, hold is on. 20, hold on. Now we're, now we're doing a little bit of hyperbole here. There's a difference between two years and 20 years. All right? And, and when it's between friends, you should expect that there's some sanctity, some safety. That's why I stay off social media is that I wouldn't get ruined on things. You know, when I was watching Walking Dead before it became a pile of shit that it is, I stayed the hell away from social media during the season because people literally, the minute after the show was aired, they'd be like, holy shit, can you believe they smashed Glenn's face in? Well, fuck you. Don't bring that shit up. No, that's messed up. Oh, God, no, I'm sorry. It's just, I think, here's, here's my answer to be very real about it. The moratorium is an unspoken rule of when it becomes common in the zeitgeist, when it's literally a turn of phrase, then I think that that's 100% totally clear. Everything else, it's a big, big, big gray area, huge gray area. Now, and you're talking about something that's two years ago, mm. you know, that I think that some people wouldn't care. Other people would care. I'm one of those people who does care. Do, I do care because it's a game I actually do want to get involved in. I just don't have the time to sit down and actually put in the hours. Because, I mean, Christ, dude, I tried. He, he, the game he's talking about, by the way, is Red Dead Redemption 2. And oh, my God. Dude. I ordered that game. This is how bad I wanted to play it. This is how bad I wanted to play it. I pre-ordered it that summer. And then when it came out in October or November, I got it. I turned it on. The fucking tutorial took almost an hour. Just walking through a fucking snowstorm for one hour. That's the tutorial. I didn't even start the game. There's no narrative yet. I'm just learning about, oh, there's the guy from the, from the first game. I got to go save him off the side of the hill. And then after that, life and work and everything just took over. And then I haven't been able to give the time I need to. And that's one of those games where I bet you I got to play it for 80 or 120 hours to even get to the end. Did you play the first game? Yes, I did. Okay, so you know that Red Dead Redemption 2 is a prequel. I know it's a game. prequel, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I know where he goes and what he did and how things happened. So I would love to go next. Go ahead, Kenny, go ahead. I'm just saying that I think that for certain things, it's, you know, there's plenty of things that I don't care about. I think that, to, to sum up my answer, and I'm going to shut the hell up, to sum up my answer... Spoiler moratoriums work on a personal level between people. And what it should be is a person A explains the person B. These are the things that matter. Don't talk about it. Everything else outside that circle, feel free. You know, there's plenty of other stuff you could talk about that I just don't care about. But that's the one thing, you know, it's one of the few. That's what I'd say. It's All right, Kenny, you're up. All right, uh, real quick. Would you say that these, these moratoriums that you have on would you say that they are only a few of them? I mean, you've mentioned the one game. Is there anything else? You know, it depends on what's going on at that time. So, for example, when Game of Thrones was coming out, right, when the show first started, Lex had already burned through all the books that were available. So sure. he was just sort of sitting there like, <laughs> I can't wait till you see what happens next. I'm like, oh, fuck you, man. Don't, right, don't right, give right. me that. So that was a thing. You know, it depends on The books on had what... literally been out for 10 years, more than 10 years prior to the fucking series and you know that there's such a small percentage of people who actually read them the reason they made the yeah. show is because most people hadn't read them they wouldn't have made you know, the show I, I if will, everybody read the books i'll say this this is we're borderlining on like spoiler nazi territory here so so here here's what i'm gonna say at first i was i was like dude two years art you need to either play the game or you need to get over it right you know, come on, son guys, of a bitch. But hold on, hold on. Until you said Red Dead Redemption 2. And here's why I'm going to say that. Mm. I am with you. I've put 25 hours into this game. I, I haven't done anything. I've spent more time walking around, like looking at deer and trying to kill the deer and doing all these side missions. And dude, I put, I've got nowhere in the game. And I had 30 hours in the game. And Dude, I can't. I want to. I bought the strategy guide so I can learn all the secrets and do all the fun stuff. It's still sealed in plastic. <laughs> and I would 
I, I want so badly just to sit down and play that game. But the problem is you, I, I just can't. I need to. I want to, but I can't. I think it depends. Every- I think it depends on if there's a good story in action. That's why yeah. I don't care about a lot. Like, for example, you could have spoiled Fallout 4 or any of the Fallout series. You could have spoiled Skyrim or any of the Elder Scrolls. Those stories are good, but it's not about the story for those. It's about the gameplay. But Red Dead is a solid fucking story. Game of Thrones, until it got a little shaky, was a good story. Walking Dead, until it took a giant turn into Turdville, was a good story. People. Oh, God, don't even get me fucking started on the trash people. Let me just say this. Let me just say this. Endgame. Everybody here has seen Endgame, I presume by now. It came out within the last year. So does this same kind of, you know, does does what you guys are saying, does that hold up there too? Because everyone knows how, how Endgame ends, but are we still not allowed to talk about it? Yes, Kenny. So I would, what I would say is that if I had gone to the theaters to see Endgame and it had been, what, two weeks? Two weeks is really, for me, I, I'm, I'm free game after two weeks, but... If, if, if I know that my friend's a big fan and he hasn't just do work or just hasn't been able to see the movie, I will, I'm a huge guy against spoilers. I will take the effort to not, you know, to be very careful about what I say. Mm. I pers- personally would. Now, I get what you guys are saying. Or any other game, I would have said, dude, two years. Play two the fucking years. game. Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> Red, play the fucking game. But Red Dead Redemption 2, dude, I played the first one. I played the fuck out of the first one. I played all the GTA games. I love Rockstar North. That game is right here. And it's like when I finally do sit down to play it, I want to be a virgin. And I want to just go at it hard. Just. Oh, Yeah. I I, I get just to to summarize about the end game quote there or top thing you brought up, Joe, that is one of those things that is so profoundly in the zeitgeist because it's everywhere. didn't matter where you turn. People were making memes out of Spider-Man turning in the dust. The snap was a thing. Everybody, I think it was just, there was no escaping it. So, you know, but Ryan, you've been hanging out here. Let's, let's, let's hear what you got to say. With movies, uh, Vicky and I, my wife, we, we try to go on opening day, typically, opening day opening weekend at the very latest because movies is a different animal than video games or books or netflix shows or anything like that because everybody within two weeks everybody who's going to see the movie has seen the movie they they, they put aside the time for it they've taken the time they've gone out and they've seen it so two weeks is, is probably a reasonable amount of time for a movie um, you guys are talking about video games. I just finished Fallout 4, which I have had for God since since it came out, like three years. Still ago. haven't finished it. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, then I still then maybe we shouldn't it. talk about the spoilers. But I, I, yeah. I, I don't, I don't care. That's I, I'm beyond that. And, and and it's it's taken me like four months to get through that whole you know the whole game, uh, and that's not even counting like the DLC stuff like that. It's just the main quest and the side quests and things like that. And it took like four months for me just because, you know, we all have a limited amount of time and, um, you know, it's how we choose to do what we want to do with that time that we put our efforts into. Um, I I finally got around to Fallout 4 and I think I had been spoiled on it, uh, but there's so much other stuff going on in my life that I had forgotten (laughs) the spoilers. And then when something, you know, when, you know, the crux of it happened, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. I remember that now. Vicky got very mad because we were going to see the last uh, Hunger Games movie, and she hadn't read the book yet, and one of her friends spoiled somebody's death, um, and she got mad at her friend for it, and her, her friend shot back, you know, that, that book's like seven years old, how have you not read this book yet? Um, so I, I think it really all just depends more on, on the media itself, uh, where some things are more egregious to to spoil them um whereas other things it's just you get to it when you get to it it's, it's not that big of a deal i think um, we can I, I think we can all agree i'll go get you in just a second art i'm sorry I, I i think we can all agree that you know people who go out of their way just to spoil shit for the sake of spoiling shit or or you know deserve scum deserve to go to to the you know the the deepest darkest circle of hell you know what i mean just because i <laughs> yes. i know when the 
Force Unleashed came out, there were people posting um, on various social media platforms and topics that had nothing to do with Star Wars, pictures of Han getting killed. But you know what I mean? And like, you know, and, and there were people when uh, the sixth uh, Harry Potter book came out running through the lines of the bookstores just say, oh my God, Dumbledore dies on, on, on page, blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? So it was, so it's- Spoiler alert. <laughs> my, my mom spoiled Dumbledore for me, by the way. Kenny, are you okay that Dumbledore died? Wait, what? <laughs> I know, we, we're, no, ahead, I know we're at time. The last thing I just wanted to say is I think really what makes the equation for a moratorium on a spoiler is what is the time that is going to be invested into a thing? If that time is a long amount of time, then you should not be spoiled under any fucking circumstances. Doesn't matter how, how old or long. For example, if you're going to read a book that's 1,200 pages long, that shouldn't be spoiled. Yeah. That's a fucking thing. If you're going to watch a show that goes on for eight years, 13 to 20 weeks a year, that's an investment. That should not be spoiled. If it's a movie, it can be annoying. If it's like a, a short-run TV show, that can be annoying or whatever. But I think that's really the, the equation for me is the moratorium is directly proportionate to the amount of time you'd be investing into that story because a five-word spoiler can totally demolish 100 yeah. hours of enjoyment. So. Mm. Well said. Well said. That's what I'll say to that. And um, Dave. Sorry, Joe. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, how did our points turn out? Uh, you know what? That was a great closing art. I'm going to give you one million points for that. You said all the words that I was going to. I think if you're going to put 120 hours into a video game, you deserve that thing to be spoil-free. But sitting through three hours of Endgame, you get two weeks. So good job. Yeah. You get two weeks. Woo! We can paddle this like reasonable and sexy teenagers. Whoever can swallow the most Tylenol PM. Oh, well, let's say cheers to today. Gentlemen, cheers. it's been cheers. fun. Bye. Lovely show. Mm. Uh, anybody have any parting words before we pass this off so that our listeners can turn this off and go back to whatever they're doing? Final Fantasy Seven, a game that took hundreds of hours to play. Aerith dies. Everybody knows that. Even they years just re-released it with the new graphics. So I was going to play it for the first time. <laughs> oh, that's that's. Love you all. Yeah, yeah. I hate you. Yeah, that's wonderful. <laughs> Don't don't be bitter like Joe. Don't be, that you know what lesson of the day. Don't be bitter. And for now, I want to thank Kenny and Ryan for coming on. Dave, you did a thank wonderful job pointing out, doling out the points. Joe, I didn't keep, get shit this time. You didn't get shit, and it's about time. Okay, I got I got one point. You did. <laughs> you can take that point to the bank, sir. It's redeemable. All right, I've already deposited it. <laughs> I guess that'll for, work. <laughs> for now, let's sing ourselves out. I got the blues. I got the blues. I got the blues. I got the alcoholic blues. No more beer, my heart. No more beer, my heart to cheer. Goodbye, with you. I used to sing me for a season. And you're coming. And you're coming. Again. Again. God. Again. That was disappointing. Oh, that was.